Welcome to another episode of the Chill by Net podcast. This podcast is created for those who are passionate about their personal development, health, and well-being. This is a platform for you to come chill by my personal stories and weekly tips in becoming a better version of ourselves and to live a better present. But first, let's chill. My name is Jeanette. Welcome back. It wasn't my intention to add in another episode in this month, but after the episode released last week and, you know, upon further reflection, I have decided to add in another episode to complete the discussion around the setting of intentions. So in the previous episode, we talked about the definition of intentions and how, you know, intentions are like these broad guiding principles and they are usually around what we want to cultivate for ourselves or for our relationship with others. I just felt that throughout the entire episode, I think what I mainly focused was the flexibility that the intentions can bring to our lives, how we mainly talk about the shame and guilt that comes with feeling a very rigid resolution, and even exhaustion that comes to setting goals which are not necessarily aligned to who we are and doesn't take into account the variations in our day-to-day life. So what I felt was missing in the previous episode was that I did not emphasize enough the importance of setting goals, right? And I just kept talking about intentions, intentions, intentions. I was really going deep into intentions and how to set intentions, you know, by looking at our past lessons learned. But I felt that I didn't link it back to goal setting to complete the entire equation, right? So setting of intentions doesn't mean that we completely do away with goals altogether. Right, goal setting is essential, even though people fail their New Year resolutions, but there are reasons why they fail them, not because the goal itself is bad, not because goal setting itself is bad. And I just really needed to emphasize on this, right? It's about the way we approach our goals, right? What kind of goals we want to set, right? And I did talk about how intentions are a very powerful tool in terms of helping us approach our goal setting for the year. But what I did not mention in my episode is that I did not mention, you know, how and, you know, how does intention help us in our goal setting? How does intention bring us closer towards who we want to be, right? So I only covered the first part about intentions and this episode will bring us to kind of find out how does setting of intentions actually help us to achieve a more effective goal setting. And why intention setting is so important is that because firstly, I think it helps guide us on what kind of goals we want to set, right? So basically, it supports the why behind setting of the goals. And number two, I come to realize that intentions are important because it also guides us in the process of achieving our goal, right? It also supports the how behind our striving towards our goals. So this is really the key concept and the key message that I wanted to bring across in this episode. So today, my main purpose is to actually demonstrate in detail how intention can serve its two main purposes in terms of helping us to approach a more effective goal setting. And this goal setting that I mentioned can be done throughout the entire course of our lifetime, right? It could be goals that we set in our jobs. It could be goals that we set in our relationships. It could be goals that we set for our own personal health and well-being. So number one, intention tells us what kind of goals or specific action plan we want. So what do I mean by this? 
So for instance, one of my intentions is to prioritize my mental health and also prioritize my learning on it, right? Then in that case, you know, based on this broad intention, throughout the year, I may implement different action plan. And one of my action plan could be to perhaps listen to one podcast episode every week that increases my knowledge on this specific area. And then in terms of sharing my knowledge, it can be making one TikTok video every day, right? Which I am trying to do right now, um, even though it can sometimes be quite draining. But yeah, because it's connected to my intention, right? It's connected to my why. Like, why do I want to make the video? It's because I really wanted to share more knowledge with people. And I find that this sharing of knowledge with others drives my fulfillment. It gives me happiness, right? So in that sense, it kind of motivates me towards my goal as well. So by making the TikTok video once a day, it's not just about making the video, but it's actually making the video to actually meet some of these broader intentions that drives my happiness and fulfillment as a human being. And because this specific goal is aligned to my intention and my inner desires, then probably it will keep me going for a longer time, right? So instead of just jumping straight into, you know, listing down things that we can achieve or want or we think we want to achieve, I think it's so important to set the intentions first because these intentions will then give us more purposeful goals in that sense, right? So when we create our goals from our intentions, in a way we are also narrowing down our goals to those goals that matter right so i'm really not saying don't set goals you know i'm not saying don't hit the gym three times a week definitely not that but you know it really depends on what is your intention right if your intention and if your purpose is to really treat your body with more respect right because that is what you have been struggling with and that is something that is so important to you and one of your lessons learned then perhaps that is a strong intention that is an intention that is going to make you stick with that goal, right? So I come to see that maybe one reason why some people eventually hit their goals and probably even sustain it as a lifestyle versus people who give up on their goals, right? Maybe the differentiating factor here is the strength of an intention, right, behind those goals, right? So the funny thing is, you know, um, a few years back, I told myself to stick with a healthy breakfast every day. Right, I told myself, you know, I want to start eating clean, you know, just fruits and oats for breakfast, right? You know, I want to make every breakfast such that it's very clean, you know, nothing oily, nothing unhealthy, right? But I remember myself giving up, you know, only after a week or maybe two weeks, right? Anyway, it just didn't really um, sustain. But that was because there wasn't a strong reason there wasn't a strong intention behind it right like you know since last year i also come to set you know kind of the same goal and i guess at a point in time what was different was i felt that i had a good enough reason to do it i had a strong reason to do it right and that was because you know i developed a skin condition at a point in time and basically you know diet plays a very important role in keeping my inflammation contained right so if let's say i were to eat something that's unhealthy i might be risking you know getting my skin inflamed and you know that's why i make a commitment to myself to want to cultivate a better diet you know just so that 
you know, I can keep my inflammation contained. And why do I want to keep my inflammation contained? Because having a good skin health is important to me, right? And why having a good skin health is important to me? Probably because it's linked to my intention of prioritizing well-being and health and wellness is something that is important to me. And I kind of see that, you know, behind intentions, there are maybe deeper intentions as well, which are called your values, right? Values are usually one word things like um, health, right? Beauty, authenticity. And I think what are driving our intentions sometimes are further intentions, right? Or even values, right? So to me, maybe I would see wellness as an important value, right? Authenticity can be a value as well, or even beauty can be a value. So, you know, sometimes our intentions are also driven by deeper values that some of us might come to know already, like what are some of our deeper values, right, as a person. For me, if you would ask me what is some of the values that I live by, definitely is connection, right? I value connection, I value authenticity, and I also value, to some extent, health, wellness, and also beauty, right? These are some of my core values as a person. And from our values, maybe it's also one way to derive our intentions from, right? So back to the topic of, you know, me setting the goal of eating a healthy breakfast every day, right? So this goal, initially, I didn't have a strong intention behind it, right? But, you know, in the last two years, I think almost without fail, I'll come to eat my healthy breakfast every day like every day i would prepare fruits um it's either avocados or berries and then i'll eat it with oats or whole grain bread right and it has been like that for almost two years now right i have the same old breakfast every day right and as long as you know the intention is still there driving me towards um this goal i think it will sustain right and i think it will sustain as long as the intention is there driving it and yeah, I find that it's not like, you know, all of a sudden I cultivate, you know, this liking of eating healthy food. But I think, you know, it's really going back to the purpose behind it, which got me sticking to it for almost two years now. It's very clear that, you know, this maintaining of overall well-being is something that I deeply value. And in that way, it's the intention, right? It's the intention that is driving the goal, the specific goal. And the thing is, we certainly do not have to go through any unpleasant event. You know, for me, I think my skin trauma was like a trigger for me. But I don't think that we have to go through any unpleasant event for us to find deeper meaning and purpose behind our goals, right? I think it can just take a bit of observations of ourselves and maybe perhaps deeper introspection instead of just coming to rush into, you know, setting goals without thinking much about them. I come to see that by setting our goals based on intentions, you know, our goals will naturally tend towards the more process kind of goals, which we have control over, right? Rather than an outcome-driven type of goal. So back to my example, for instance, one of my intention is to share more knowledge around mental health. And to do that, I want to create at least one video to share a particular knowledge related to mental health once a day. I would set that process goal instead of outcome goals, right? So outcome goals can be things like I want to achieve 5k followers by the end of this year. Not saying that outcome goals are bad, but do you see how outcome goals are usually things that are really firstly beyond our control and secondly, I don't think it's the numbers that, you know, will make us feel fulfilled. I think it's the process of getting there. 
is that process of producing one video every day that hits one of my intention of you know, sharing more knowledge on mental health that makes me fulfilled, right? So in that way, regardless whether I reach the outcome, I'll still feel happy. So in that way, it is the striving of meeting those process goals that will bring me fulfillment and happiness. And that is because these goals are linked to the intention. Okay, so that is only on my point one, right? That only covers the first purpose that intention setting does, which is to tell us what kind of goals to set. And then secondly, upon reflection last week, I also come to see that intention is also a guiding principle to guide us towards how we are going to achieve certain goals. The thing about goal setting is sometimes they can be really pressurizing, you know, in the process of doing, in the process of striving towards our goals. For me, it's like making one podcast episode every week, one TikTok video every day, that kind of thing. It can sometimes be really pressuring and it forces us to be out of touch with ourselves. I mean, it's essential to be in the mood of doing, right? Often because of the nature of goals itself. It focuses on what we can achieve, what we can do. And that's why without intentions in place, we can sometimes get really lost in our mode of doing. But with intentions, I see that, you know, intention helps us to balance between the mode of doing and the mode of being. So for instance, if one of my intentions is to cultivate more self-love for myself, right, or if my intention is to have more self-care this year and being in touch with myself, then that means while I'm striving hard to meet my goals, and when I fall short of my expectations, right, I can remind myself of my intentions and then perhaps I'll start responding in a way that is kinder and more loving, which in turn keeps me motivated in the long run, right? When we are feeling exhausted, we think of, okay, you know, our intention is to cultivate more self-care and more rest this year. Then, you know, that will kind of, you know, guide us towards how we want to behave as we are striving towards our larger goals you know be it scheduling more breaks doing things that we enjoy more to recharge ourselves or another example is if our intention is to spend more time in nature this year and if one of our goals is to take a walk every day for one hour right then we might choose to walk in a park instead of a gym when we are setting the action plan to take walks daily or if our intention is to have more teamwork and togetherness, then maybe when implementing some of our action plans and goals, we want to ask ourselves how we can incorporate some of these elements into our goals, right? For instance, if we want to exercise and eat healthily, do I want to do it with a partner or a friend? Because if togetherness is my intention, I might want to ask myself if I can complete some of these goals with my partner or a friend. Because by doing that, we might make the striving of the goal itself more enjoyable and more fulfilling to us, right? The more we can incorporate our intentions in our day-to-day actions, in our day-to-day doings, in our day-to-day behavior, then we can come to, you know, have more feel-good feelings. We tend to feel more fulfilled. So as you can see, some intentions, you know, might not be all intentions, but some intentions can also serve as a guide as to how we want to implement our action plans and goals. So using intentions to see what kind of goals we want to set and in setting that specific action plan and goals, can we set them in a way that meets more of our intentions as well? 
at the same time. And I think this is beautiful. But of course, you know, the way we set goals are also another topic altogether, right? I think there are various goal setting techniques out there. You know, there are smart goals where we set specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and time-based goals, right? I wouldn't say that we need to take in every of these components because then that will make everything again very rigid, right? But we can use them as general guide to see what is it that we need? What is it that we can extract from these acronyms, right? For instance, hitting the gym three times a week is specific, measurable and achievable, right? Realistic as well. These techniques are there to um, help us with our goal setting and our bigger action plan. So on this note, there's also another goal setting technique that I want to introduce. It's called the if-then planning. Right, so this is something that I find really works for me. This technique is a planning technique. It's like you plan beforehand. For instance, you plan in a way such that, you know, if X happens, then you do Y. So, for instance, another one of my intention is to cultivate more self-love and self-forgiveness for myself. When that is my intention, I think I can set a if-then planning goal. So I can set a goal that whenever I make a mistake, I want to remind myself to take responsibility for the parts that I've done wrong and then proceed to work on my self-forgiveness. Or if let's say my intention is cultivating more internal validation for myself, which is one of my main intentions, right, from my lessons learned, I can also use the technique, right, I can say, I can plan that, you know, whenever I feel like seeking for external reassurance, then I can ask myself, what do I expect to hear from the other person and immediately say that for myself. And of course, I can make it specific by identifying what is it like when I'm seeking for reassurance. You know, how do I identify myself when I'm seeking for reassurance, right? So this is how we actually go one step further to make it more detailed. Another observation is I come to see that, you know, probably different types of intentions also calls for different types of goal techniques and action plan. You know, for instance, cultivating more self-love, self-forgiveness, internal validation and all of that are part of my are part of my internal intentions. I would think that if then planning technique would work better as compared to smart goals, right? Because it's very difficult to quantify self-forgiveness. It's very difficult to quantify self-validation, right? It's difficult to make these very concrete because these intentions themselves are really very not tangible. It's very difficult because they're internally focused. So in that case, smart goals might not work very well, right? And you know, why is this if-then planning so effective, right? You know, they're effective because they are written in the language of our brain, right? The language of contingencies. Right, human beings are particularly good at encoding and remembering information in the form of if X, then Y. And we subconsciously use these contingencies to guide our behavior, which are often below our awareness. One study actually looked at people who had the goal of becoming regular exercisers. So half of the participants were asked to use the if-then technique to plan for where and when they would exercise each week. So half of the participants actually plan it such that, you know, if it's Monday, Wednesday or Friday, then I'll hit the gym for an hour before work. As compared to another group of participants who did not use the technique at all, 
So the results were dramatic. Okay, they show that the results were dramatic. You know, after months later, 91% of the if-then planners were still exercising regularly. Okay, as compared to only 39% of the non-planners. So you can see that, you know, this if-then planning technique is actually one of the more effective ways to plan our goals as well. You know, it's because they are written in the language of our brain, right? The language of contingencies. And another tip that I want to share regarding goal setting is also to use approach goals as opposed to avoidance goals, right? I think some of us may know this already. It's like avoidance goals are things that we avoid. If we frame our goals and action plans in the form of avoidance, for instance, reduce screen time, reduce eating fried food, reduce drinking alcohol and all of that, they are usually framed in a negative way. It's usually framed in a way where we want to avoid something. And those kind of goals typically work less effective as compared to approach goals where we want to move towards something. For instance, more outdoor activities, more reading, spending more time with our family, those are more driven towards a positive outcome. So as much as possible, we also want to frame our goals towards more approach goals rather than avoidance goals. All these goal techniques are just effective tools that we can use to create our specific action plan, you know, to help us put our intentions into action, right? But firstly, it's the intention that matters first, right? So of course, again, with goal setting, there's no need to rush into, you know, setting our goals. I think it's important to get our intentions right first, focus on our intentions and our why. Then we can slowly, eventually incorporate these different goals and action plans into our lives, right? Because goals which are not aligned to our intentions will only leave us feeling more drained and more exhausted. And I really, really experienced this because in the past, you know, when I hated my HR job, I'll come to think that, you know, maybe getting another job somewhere else in HR will make me happier. And by setting the goal and hitting the goal, I thought would bring me happiness, right? But it's not. It doesn't bring me any happiness when I eventually hit my goal. You know, even I managed to get a pay increment, I managed to get better job prospects, better teammates, better work environment. But all of that does not give me any, any fulfillment or happiness. And that is because in the first place, this goal is just not even aligned to any of my intentions. I did not spend any time thinking about what is the intention behind the setting of these goals, right? So just to put together what I've shared, you know, I think the main message that I'm trying to drive across in this episode is that goals and intentions shouldn't be viewed in a separate manner. They are not mutually exclusive, right? It's far from it. In fact, they really should be viewed like siblings that work together. They complement each other to help us strive towards being the person that is aligned to who we want to be, but in a healthy and meaningful way. It makes us more connected as a person. Right? Because while goals are usually just a tangible to do, it's very focused on the future destination and it's very achievement oriented, right? Intentions are not so tangible because they are guiding principles, right? It's usually about our relationship with ourselves or others and they are what we live by each day in the here and now, regardless whether or not we achieve our goals. But both are equally important. Because intentions without tangible actions might not get us very far. But action plans and rigid goals without first figuring out what our intentions may very well backfire 
leaving us feeling more exhausted and tired. So I would say that intentions serve as that important foundation for more aligned goal setting, regardless of what kind of goal setting techniques we come to use. I did share a few tips in this episode, and that includes using of SMART goals appropriately. We can use if-then planning, and also to use more approach goals rather than avoidant goals when it comes to our goal setting. And also, this is a reminder that intentions can be set on a yearly, daily, or even monthly basis. We certainly do not have to wait until the next year before we revise our intentions, right? But the point is, we can come to build a habit where we periodically check in on our intentions and revise them based on, you know, what matters to us at that very moment of our lives. And regardless how often it is reviewed, I think the point is more of as much as possible, start each day with our intention, remind ourselves of it to get us started with our day. And, you know, the most beautiful thing about intention is, you know, this whole act of setting intention and discovering our own intention, or rather our why behind what we do. You know, to me, I see it as the mindfulness behind goal setting. Yeah, and this is something that I come to, you know, conceptualize, right? So I do hope you enjoyed this mindful approach that I come to share towards our goal setting. We can use this mindful approach where we come to list down our intentions first, and that includes coming to look at some of our inner desires, what are some of our lessons learned, who we want to become, what we want more in our lives, right? And once we come up with those intentions, then we start to set specific action plans and goals to help us to achieve who we want to be. So to end off, I just want to say that by setting our intentions first and combining it with our goals, by using them as an internal compass, we will become one who enjoys both the journey as much as the destination. So this will really be the last episode of this month and I hope you enjoyed the episode and see you next month. Thanks for chilling in. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. You can also connect with me on Instagram at chillbynet or my website chillbynet.com to join the conversation and assess our show notes. Have a great day and we'll chill again very soon.